Welcome to SlayerFest 98. I'm Ian Carlos Crawford. I'm Angela Rockstar. I'm Ashley Hellett. And I'm Ryan Houlihan. And we're here to discuss the 25th anniversary of Buffy's Season 3 episode, Dead Man's Party. Good episode. (laughs) So yeah, what did we think revisiting this episode, Angela? Well, uh, (laughs) zombies are probably my least favorite monster, (laughs) but uh, there was, I'm an emotional chick and there was a lot of emotion in this episode. There was a lot of, a lot of, it was giving after school special. There was a lot (laughs) going on. So, so that fused with zombies. I was, I was good with it. (laughs) Uh, Ryan? Um, I think. Listen, the episode's plot itself is pretty thin, and I don't think the, like, monster of the week is very well defined. However, it's a great episode because you don't really care. There's so much fun stuff in there. There is some good emotional scenes. Um, Again, the plot doesn't make a ton of sense. Like, it's just one of those plots that's, like, nobody's talking to each other, which is not interesting for the audience. (laughs) But... I think Sarah Michelle Gellar gives a flawless performance and looks unbelievable. And we have a lot of fun. And frankly, this is an episode that I do remember all the time as the house party episode. Yeah. So it must be pretty great because it stands <laughs> out amongst a lot of great episodes. So I, I, I mean, that's to me, that's high praise. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> Ashley? This isn't one that I revisit often. Okay. Um, I was thinking about it. I was Because it is good. Like, as I was watching it, I was like, why don't I watch this one more often? Because it's got a lot of really iconic moments in it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if it just was placed in a different spot, because it's between two really big bangers for me. Yeah. That I'm like, let's get through this party so I can get to Faith. <laughs> <laughs> I remember having the the DVD set and looking at the episode order and being like, oh, my God. <laughs> but it's a good episode in isolation. I think the zombie thing is really fun, right? Because it gives you things, like, it's fun jokes. The audience already knows what it is. And, yeah, they're like putties on Power Rangers where you yeah. just keep knocking them down. Nobody cares. Even though those are people's loved ones. <laughs> right. In some way. Right. <laughs> um, but, you know, I don't really see, like, the mask of it all to me is kind of thin and weak. It's kind of, especially it's very, like, exoticizing yeah. <laughs> of Nigerian culture, which is a little... But Pat's great. Uh, Pat. Can't talk enough about Pat. I have some Pat thoughts. That is fabulous. Uh, so we start this episode with Buffy is home. It's weird. I mean, I know we'll get there when we get there, but like, I like this version of Joyce where it's like she's being like overcompensating mom, and it feels like she knows she was shitty, so she's trying to do nice things. I guess at the end point that is not which but it feels like you know when she's like oh i'll drive you oh blah 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 will you be slaying only if they give me lip and she's like do you like my mask like she's trying she's clearly trying it's cute that she's trying to it's like when you hear people try to use gen z slang that like (laughs) aren't online like me and ian are honorary gen z members when it comes to (laughs) slang frankly you know what this isn't the place for it but frankly i invented half the fucking shit they say at this point (laughs) Like, I'm like, really? I feel like Stan was something I started using on a forum in 2003. But anyway, um, it, it's fun to hear her say slaying and be like, will you be slaying? <laughs> She's like trying to be hip. She's trying to use the lingo. Um, and her contrast with Giles is really likable. And I know for some reason, the more time goes on, the more people don't like Joyce. 
But I would say in the context of how parents were in the 90s, which is very different than parents are now, Mm -hmm. she was doing her best. And yeah, it's cringe. And and yeah, like Buffy hates it. But especially after her daughter disappeared and we've seen no resolution, (laughs) she really is putting herself out there. Yeah. Angela, I want your mom opinion. What do you think? Well... It's so hard to say. I mean, I think I think Joyce is is doing her best for the time. I I can agree with that. I feel like had if one of my children was the Slayer, I feel like I hope that we've had a relationship where they would immediately tell me that, <laughs> 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 or that there would be no like uh, oddness or you know. There's a point where Joyce is like, well, can't you just tell somebody? Tell the principal? Tell right. the police? Yeah. And it's like. Nah. <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> I have indeed thought of that. <laughs> also, Angela, what a sentence. I would hope my child would tell me if they were the slayer. <laughs> yeah. They would tell you. You're a cooler yeah. mom than Joy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like I would know. I feel like, you know, if the librarian was sending was my 15-year-old on missions to destroy vampires, I feel like I would know. I, I just, you're like, I watched Buffy. <laughs> I watched this shit enough times. I know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so we get Buffy after she sees her mom. She leaves. She's in the alley, catches Xander. And I do like the the thing I like is Cordelia's consistency through this episode. Like, <laughs> you know, Xander's Xander doesn't hug her right away. He's kind of like trying to think of a pun, but he looks, you know, credit where credit is due. Nicholas Brendan does do some good work sometimes with Xander, even though we cannot stand Xander most of the time. Like I like that he's not excited and he looks like he's like trying to think of what to say before the vampire, you know, bursts between yeah. them. And, like, Cordelia's the only one that's like, oh, hey, Buffy. Like, she's, like, fine. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> she's well adjusted. Her yeah. identity does not, is not pinned to whether or not Buffy's in town. Her safety <laughs> is. <but laughs> <laughs> um, and I just, I really like, you know, even when they go to Giles' apartment, I, the thing I really love is I think the show, in this episode specifically, does really well is the awkwardness. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, every, yeah. everyone feels fucking awkward. And that's like, that's not something I'm mad at anyone for. That makes sense, right? Like, mm-hmm. and the other thing I kept having to remind myself while rewatching this was they don't know what happened, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's where I try because, oh boy, I, you know, <laughs> I, I say this all the time when I'm like, guys, it's a show. We all talk about the same opinions. But, like, when people, like, attack Buffy, I get, like, feral. I get so angry. <laughs> and, like, I had to be like, no, they don't know what happened. They're just being stupid teens. But, like, also, fuck them. Like, but also, <laughs> I mean, we can just get right into it. Okay, so they go back to Dal's apartment. It's super awkward. They're talking. They do ask her. They give her time. They don't pressure her. They say, maybe you want more time before we talk about what happened. And she says, yes, that's what I want. Now, do I think Xander's a huge asshole through the whole episode? Of course, I always do. But at least Willow did ask her. And it does seem like maybe they don't want, they are avoiding the awkwardness and the one-on-one of it all. Mm -hmm. But they did try. And, And Buffy, from this point on, the ball is in her court. I think she's right to feel how she feels. She's right to not want to open up immediately. She's right to not know how to express herself. And she's right to have assumed later in the episode that they might not launch a giant social event in her home. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I do think they, they for what the information that they're working with and the age they are, they're being incredibly accommodating to her. 
Um, and she needs the accommodation. But I do think it does make sense to be like, okay, could you just give us like a summary of how serious it is? You know That's what I mean? Fair. That's fair. Like Buffy, it, it seems is like joking around a lot. So how bad am I supposed to assume it was? But also right. you left town. It's just, it's confusing. It's mixed signals. It's teenager stuff. Um, and the only person here who's doing the wrong thing is, is Xander. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to mention that Oz is in these episodes and that was my, Seth Green was my first ever crush. I made Ooh. a, I love Seth Green shirt and I oh wore it God. to school. Like, that's adorable. Angela, Very that's cool. so fucking cute. <laughs> Because he also was my big crush back then. Ah, I love that. We have the similar taste. I love that. Of course we do. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, I, the, and uh, you know, him and Cordy are kind of like not, they're, they don't seem to be like attacking. They're not like personally mad at Buffy, but I like that he's just very like, okay, yeah, whatever. Oh, we're doing this. All right. Sure. Like he's not really getting emotional and he doesn't care. Again, stable sense of self. He's a confident person who is like, (laughs) This will be fine. I love you. You love you. We have superpowers. We'll figure this out. And that is the way to approach things. But it requires a level of maturity that, like, none of these people have. Um, except maybe Giles should. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I barely have that at 40. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're all, listen, always works in progress. <laughs> um, the thing I also want to mention is Giles, I like his reactions. Like, when they go to his apartment he like goes to get tea and he has like, he almost cries, but he gets it together and he just, he doesn't attack her at all. And he doesn't make it about himself. Yeah. It's, he is, I mean, Anthony Stewart had is like, it's like a masterclass, but he is, it, it's so fatherly and, and, and Buffy, obviously he's her surrogate father, but like mm-hmm. it's, it's not in a ham handed or comical way. Like yeah. I, I've seen that look of relief in my parents because I did something horrible. And like, yeah, they're going to have to have a really big conversation with me. And that conversation probably got a lot louder. Than <laughs> uh, we are from Long Island. But I, I, it was really real. And, and I wasn't even really so much on the page. It was really in his performance and his joy at hearing them bicker. It's like, what, adult wants to listen to teenagers in their house just fucking bickering and being idiots like (laughs) i don't like listening to teenagers in starbucks (laughs) like i have to leave um if they're not yours you know but this is the moment where you're like they are his and like Mm -hmm. buffy is his and like Mm -hmm. in some ways and he has such a joy just hearing her be happy and safe and like we need those moments in order to make all the the wackiness and hijinks make any sense. Like you need those like unexpected real moments that ground things. And Anthony Stewart had like hats off, man. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, he's so, like you said, it's never ham fisted. It's always like subtle and he does it so well. Yeah. Willow stands Buffy up for their like coffee date. Ugh, that's so heartbreaking. Yeah. I, I Because then Joyce is like, oh, she called. And, and Joyce says she said she was running late. And it's like, what? she just didn't show up. What are you talking I about? held up. Yeah. Buffy has a beeper. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Where'd that beeper go? Um, and then, like, Joyce says she's, oh, well, first, Buffy meets Pat. We see Pat leaving the house. <laughs> yes, Pat. <laughs> Joyce's friend from book club who <laughs> took care of Joyce while Buffy was away. <laughs> I can you know, feel. they do their secret shots of schnapp <laughs> and have their girl time where they get real silly. <laughs> I, I love Pat. <laughs> actually, what? I was going to say, I kind of like Pat as like 
giving Joyce a little bit of a life outside of Buffy. Like, I'm like, it's not that I've, I just think it would have been nice for her to have a friend around. And then she fucking dies at the end of the episode. Yeah. yeah. Then the next day, Joyce says she's talked to the superintendent. And okay. She then's listing schools and Buffy like, is like, oh, we're already doing that. And she tells, I was fuming when she's like, oh, well, you made some bad choices and you're going to have to deal with them. And I'm like, what? Like saving the fucking world? Like. (laughs) This was the, this was the part where I was like, well, she's not wrong. Like Joyce isn't wrong because you have to think about the fact that she like, she has to get her in school or they're going to come for Joyce. Yeah. Yeah. And so if the quickest way to get her into a school is a girl's school that accepts late admissions. Well, then- well so to be fair, I get that part, but it's like the herb, like blaming Buffy. I just, and I know we even discussed this in becoming, I know it's that like, she kicked, she said you like get out, but she didn't really mean it. And she felt bad when she right, said right, it, right. but she still fucking said it. Yeah. And like, that's what makes me mad is because I do understand that like Joyce said that out of anger and she didn't mean it. But like, mm-hmm. if my mom said that to me, I would also fucking leave. If like my mom had said that to me, I would have been like freaking the fuck out and been like screaming, fuck you. I would have punched the fucking door down and left. Like I would not have just like quietly gone. And I just don't know any like teenager that would be like, oh, my mom was just like, she was just mad. I'm going to go back. Like no teenager would take it as like, you don't see your parents as having flaws. Right. And I, <laughs> Joyce says that later, which I do appreciate when she's like, guess what? I'm a human. Um, but yeah. I still am like, but you told her to leave. You I, did not. Buffy. But Joyce and Buffy have the same problem, which is like, I, and Buffy doesn't get it. Like Joyce has a sacred duty too. She's the chosen one to protect you, the most important person mm-hmm. to her. And now she has factual evidence to the world. And like you were wanted for murder charges, which is whether or not that's your fault. Also, which by the way, the episode is just like, we'll have Oz. Yeah. Yeah. Not. <laughs> <We're good. laughs> like, that's you fine. Couldn't, you couldn't have given us like 30 seconds at a police station. All right, whatever. Um, <laughs> but like, I think, you know, you, she has her own thing that she has to get done. And it is really, there will be consequences. Like ultimately she does have to go to school. Like it's not going to go away. Right, right. And Buffy is suggesting homeschool, but that's, like also first off not ideal for her daughter obviously and second like you're asking more of joyce who's a single mom who has a full-time job right and a daughter who's like wanted by <laughs> i don't know the fbi right. <laughs> I, I, I don't think joyce is right and i get why people are annoyed with her and want to just like throttle her because buffy's really been through the ringer but i do think buffy needs to understand that even the the, the same way she can't execute being a slayer perfectly neither can you execute being a parent perfectly Mm -hmm. and they both need to like give each other space and time and they need to learn how to communicate. And Buffy is clearly having those issues with everybody. Whereas Joyce is pretty much learned to cut through now that she has the full picture, she can call up Willow and say, what is going on? And she does do that, you know? And, and like, again, I I don't want to be sitting here defending the most annoying character, but (laughs) I think it makes sense. And I think it also like it. I think there's a lot of parallels between Joyce and Buffy that Joyce appreciates, but we don't know. We don't really see Buffy appreciate, and maybe Dawn appreciates and is jealous of. But that's a separate podcast. Show <laughs> <laughs> um, Bizador, the weird cat. Love that, that cat. they buried. Right, I forgot that they buried this cat. I forgot to mention that. 
I, this is where we get the infamous or not infamous, the famous, is it a gathering shindig or hoot nanny, which is like, I feel like <laughs> the Oz line. He doesn't get many like lines that stick out, but I feel like this is like a one that always sticks out. Right. Yeah. This is where they, they're just like, we're going to make it a big party. Right. Isn't that what they discuss? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I like Cordelia's line from earlier in the scene though, whenever she sees the cat and she's like, don't you like anything regular golf, <laughs> USA Today, anything? <laughs> and like, I that makes sense for a teenager to be like, oh, yes, like a fucking dead cat. Are you kidding me? Like, yeah. <laughs> and it would be Cordelia. Yes. Yes. Um, we then get the summer's home. Buffy's setting the plates. And I love her interaction with Pat. Because oh one, God. motherfucker, when she's like, I hope you're not planning any more flights of fancy. And it's bitch, like, excuse bitch. me. Like, bitch, white women will just say stuff in the suburbs. It's crazy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so real for that, honestly. Like, I can name 15 pats that I've met in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and I love when she's like, want to see my mom? Yes, ma. Just like screams. Oh, my God. So real. I've probably done that so many times in my life. Thought that was perfectly acceptable behavior. Yes. Wild. <laughs> it is her so young. Yes. And like. We never get to see young Buffy. It's so fun. Yes. I was about to say that, like, that's what I love is, like, she looks and feels so young in that moment, and normally she never does. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then goes a My Baby show up, and it's a huge fucking party. Wait, 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 wait. That's why. skipping something very important. Uh Uh-oh. Joyce comes running down the stairs, and she says, oh, Pat, good. And then they kiss. (laughs) Yes, they do. (laughs) I want you to know... I don't, you guys can't hear that, right? The like ding on my computer. Uh uh-uh. uh. Ashley, as soon as you said, and then they kiss, my work email, it has like a ding noise. It dinged <laughs> as soon as you said that. The ghost it, was, of Pat. it was like a light bulb <laughs> above your head. <laughs> um, Willow is like, you know, being weird. Xander and Cordy are just making out. <laughs> Thanks for your help, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Great talk. Okay. Um, Giles finds out what the mask is like you said ryan it is like it's very thin but it's like sure there's just all right whatever sure. yeah um and he has it does give him a great line in the car ride over yes. where he's like bloody america oh, oh do you do you like my new mask yeah that was the so- dead bloody american and it is it's worth it because it is that that is half the series in one line <laughs> yeah <laughs> it is <laughs> I didn't think about that, but you're really fucking right. <laughs> I loved um I love the stoners that picked up the phone too. Yes. Yes. Party Villa, can I rock you? Yeah. Buddy? Do we got a buddy here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is what all our phones would years later autocorrect Buffy's name to. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um Buffy is sad. She goes to her room, and this conversation, I feel like could have gone well. This is where I do think Willow's being fair. I still think, like you said, Ryan, she's still, like, tying everything to Buffy, and it's like, I get it, but, like, that, you going through this, like, I get that Xander's adult, but, like, you did literally have, you could have talked to someone. I get that you didn't want to because it's Xander, but I feel like it's fair when she's like, you don't know what I was going through, and she's like, well, I'd like to. Yeah. And I I like that Willow, here, Willow is not attacking her. Willow is, like, genuinely being like, I was hurt. I missed you. But, unfortunately, their talk does not get to finish appropriately or lead down (laughs) any kind of whatever because Joyce barges in and ruins it. 
God damn Joyce it, Joyce. Heated. I was defending you earlier. On. <laughs> this those schnapps, man. Yeah, you know. They had, <laughs> again, who she had she had schnapps lips. <laughs> <laughs> who amongst us has not been there? Um, <laughs> I but like I this is when I get furious because I do like that Willow and Buffy's conversation made sense, and then I do feel like. I don't know if you, like, you mentioned Ryan the blame game, then I feel like it turns fully into the blame game, and we're only blaming oh, yeah. And, like... I mean, it's a witch hunt. It's, like, who, yeah. who's the bad guy? It's, like, nobody... Uh, uh, the bad guy is named Akathla, and he's right, gone. Right. <laughs> like, we, we killed him. We're good. Like, and I just... I get so mad, you know, she's like, you don't just get to dump things on me and expect me to get it. And, like, who... What are them? I think it's Buffy's, I didn't do this to punish you, and she says, well, you did. And I'm like, can you so just dumb. for one second remember what you said to your daughter? <laughs> like, and and remember, like we're trying to be productive here, like right. the Willow thing. Let, let, let's just be vulnerable and have faith that. <laughs> ooh, 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 uh, we'll have that, that next episode. <laughs> yeah, well, shut up, everyone! Shut up! Ah! <laughs> oh, no trick. Um, had to have a little um, belief in our <laughs> daughter that they mean well and that like. We all we all love each other. We want a good solution. Like sc- screaming accusations, replaying through pain is only useful if you think the other person does not like is not aware of it. But right. Buffy is aware of it, and if she does not appreciating it on the level you want her to, that's not solved by yelling. Right, right. right. I and then it gets worse, right? Because then they go downstairs, worse. and Z- when Xander calls her like selfish and stupid, I am like, oh my god, seeing coming rain. from him, right. <laughs> Uh, from you, like night hunt. <laughs> yeah, when Joyce and Buffy are going back and forth down in the middle of the party after some of the guests have left, there's this blonde girl that I focused in on that I'd never <laughs> noticed before, and her facials are just hilarious. She's an extra, and she's behind Buffy, and she just like. It's just so it, that was very interesting to me because then I'm like, <laughs> right, you're at this party, you, you think somebody got out of rehab or something, and you're at a party, <laughs> and now there's just this chaotic scene where the mom is yelling. I mean, most of the kids would have ran out once they saw the mom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the mom's been drinking in the kitchen the whole time. I'm sure they've seen her already. <laughs> that's yeah, true, that's no, true. I would I would have been in the kitchen getting the tea before it even happened. I'd have been like, Joyce, tell me all about it. Let's do this. <laughs> I love my friend's mom. I love the my friend's mom relationship. <laughs> um, so they like, you know, they all start yelling. Uh, I just, I like, this is because I'm very emotional because my fucking mom died this last summer. But I'm like, I almost cried watching this because I was just getting so mad. I was like, Buffy does so much for you people. And this, this is what you, you let Xander call her yeah. selfish and stupid and humiliate oh. her in front of like, basically the entire school like that she's not even allowed to attend (laughs) right (laughs) i was just thinking about season seven i was like this is just a precursor to what's gonna happen later (sighs) so we see giles is coming to save the day hotwire he encounters some zombies leaves his keys outside hotwires his car (laughs) that ripper knowledge yeah Oh, I loved that. I yes. loved that. I love all the callbacks to like, he was like, just like riding a bike. And uh-huh. that moment in our, my, like when I first watched the show, not the first time, but when I rewatched the show, I was like, oh yeah, damn, I forgot that's Danny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, right. Thank you for reminding me, Giles. And I love when he's annoyed at himself. Like when he sees the cheese, he's like, oh, bloody good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Willow says something like, 
oh, like talking about it isn't helping. Might as well try some violence. And then the zombies crash in. And I do like it. She's like, I was being sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> I moment. do love that Cordelia is the only yes. one that like does try to like stick up for Buffy. Yeah. <laughs> and she does it in her own way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Buffy. I'm a freak. I'm another freak. Like, let's get with it. What am I going to do? normal guy <laughs> she's like cordy get out of my shoes i love that line <laughs> which is so funny because similar to cordy finally getting to stake a vampire and blah 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 cordy will soon be in her shoes Ooh. in this audio drama <laughs> i and also we get the moment of giles encountering oz and cordy and when he's she's like wait how do we know it's not you then like it's not zombie giles and he's like do stop being tiresome and she's like it's him okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love that um I feel like the iconic image from this episode is them pushing the door shut with the zombies trying to get in, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I love that. Oz, I love that he runs out yelling Buffy's name. Buffy's been zapped holding the, sh- the shovel, but then he gets zapped and then she fucking stabs Pat in the eyes with yeah. the shovel. <laughs> and then we cut back to Oz, who's no longer like zapped, and he's like, oh, never mind. <laughs> and I do, I again, because they are family. While I would have preferred a talk, I get it, right? They're like, shit, there are way more important things than this stupid fight we're having. We're cool. We love each other. Let's hug, right? Yeah. Yeah. If murder charges can be tossed away with one line, I believe these people who love each other can solve this in a conversation. (laughs) Um, And then we see Giles again, as Ryan mentioned, being daddy. When he threatens Snyder, I'm like, ooh, yeah. Defend Buffy. Oh my God. Would you like me to convince you? (laughs) I would like you to convince me. (laughs) Oh, you're right. I haven't been convinced yet, Giles. Come get me. (laughs) In a professional manner. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But now that we're at the end, favorite outfit, Ryan? Uh, Pat's outfit for the party. Slay. Absolutely gorgeous. I I think, you know, we were talking about non-binary people earlier. I think it's quite a statement um, about uh, the 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 suburbs. Uh, <laughs> no, um, uh, I, I well, I do stand by that. I do remember that outfit, and I think it is perfectly executed by the costume department. How could anyone argue with Buffy's party outfit? Yep. It is just, it's like a Bratz doll. <laughs> um, Ashley? Mine is uh, Buffy's outfit in her dream at the school. The mm. baby blue Ooh. long sleeve with the open back and the white pants. Mm-hmm. Every yeah. time I see that, I'm like, gosh, she's so beautiful. She looks so good. <laughs> Angela? I'm I'm also going with uh, Buffy's pink outfit. It mm. was youthful and it just looked so of that era, I felt like. And also the hairstyle that she had at one of the points when she was talking to Joyce where they had that little twist with the butterfly clip. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. cute. Okay. Yeah. When she was in that meeting with Snyder. <laughs> yeah, it's when she's talking to Snyder. Um yeah. my my favorite outfit was Cordy's flower print dress. I love that dress. Mm. It fit oh, her nicely. Yeah. She looked great. I I the she only suffered for that outfit, which was a total slay, and I did put in my possibilities, but she only suffered because it was next to Buffy's, and Buffy's was like, you know, again, the Swiss butter people were working overtime <laughs> on Buffy's appearance. I I, we gotta go, but real quick, I don't like that dress. The crushed velvet. I, <gasps> I used to like it, but now I don't. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I just can't suffer a crushed velvet. <laughs> <laughs> um, favorite scene, Ashley? Uh, gathering Shindig or Hootenanny. That is something <laughs> that I still use to reference what kind of event I'm going to 
<laughs> in my day-to-day uh, life. So. I love that. <laughs> Angela? I, um, I liked a lot of these scenes, but I did, I like really at the very beginning where Buffy sees them fighting, try attempting to fight, uh, attempting to slay. And I think that's mm-hmm. just kind of an interesting moment when, she, and they all, she ends up killing the vampire, but they're all just laid out in this like pan. <laughs> and I just, I, for some like the cinematography i just really like that part i don't know ryan <laughs> uh the snyder x giles of oh, fanfic beginning <laughs> that didn't quite finish um i thought that was great for me i think it's the the zombie final act i just love smashing shit it is fun i just it's fun yeah. i like i like seeing the different pairings i like i just love everything Classic Buffy. Yeah, yeah um what grade do we give this episode angela uh b plus Okay. I don't like zombies, but I liked what was going on in the episode. <laughs> Ashley? I'm going to give it a solid B. It's not my favorite, but it's not my least favorite. And there's a lot of iconic lines in it, too. So, Fair. yeah, solid B. Ryan? Listen, again, this is my scale is episodes of Buffy, not episodes of television. So I'm going to be very, 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 very kind because of the dress and give it a B minus. I think it's a good episode. It is a very good episode. But there are some weak parts that I think if we'd done another couple script passes, um, this would have been, you know, perfection. Fair (laughs) enough. Um, I'd give it a B plus because it's like, you know, not my favorite, but I still do love it. Um, all right. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for being part of the Patreon. If you want to follow, you you know where to find us at this point. Um, yeah. Ryan, where can everyone find you and your stuff? Oh, they know where to do that. But it's at Ryan Houlihan on Instagram. I'm, you know, completely unhinged on there. And then at R-Y-H-O. That's YouTube.com slash at R-Y-H-O. Uh, if you want to find me on YouTube where I'm talking about, you know, cool pop culture things and also why the world is bad. But but it's fun, I swear. <laughs> Ashley? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Cousin Feeling Fine or Twitter, whatever it's called, at MythTaken314. And if you like Heartstopper, I do a podcast called Why Are We Like This? And you can find us on all socials at Why Are We Cast and listen to us anywhere you get podcasts. And Angela. I am Angela MFN Rockstar on Instagram, at Angela Rockstar on TikTok, at Mrs. Underscore A Rockstar on X, Twitter, whatever. (laughs) And uh, yeah. All right. Well, Thank you all for joining me and thank you all for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Have a good night.